Welcome to a very special episode of the Miles Podcast. Uh, this is for... What the hell is the date? June 30th, uh, 2018. So I'm, I'm recording... Uh, I, I, again, I'm bad at recording things. But uh, I wanted to do a very special episode. Uh, a very dedicated episode to, uh, to a topic which I assume you've already read the title to. Uh, it's that uh, Jurassic World... Uh, Fallen Kingdom. Um, this is this is gonna be a review. I haven't done one of these. Well, you know, I review crap on here all the time, but this is gonna be dedicated to specifically that movie. Um, I I haven't written anything down. I've just I'm gonna try to my best to remember all the points that I had during the movie and things that uh that came up that I feel are noteworthy. I should say. Um, so, disclaimer, this is very much uh, riddled with spoilers. So, if you want to see Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom now in theaters, uh, by all means, don't listen to the rest of this. But if you don't care or you've seen the movie, then let us continue. Uh, I'll just throw out one more. Hey, I'm going to spoil the movie in a, a few minutes. All right. So, let's talk about Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park had three movies back in the 90s. Uh, the third one, I think, was in, like, 2001. The first one's good. Uh, great movie. I thoroughly love it. Uh, second one, I think, is bad, but still has a, its good campy moments. You got some cool dinosaurs and some cool 90s effects. Uh, the third one, I liked quite a bit. Um, it was just kind of goofy. Had some cool dinosaurs, and that was about it. So... Then you get Chris Pratt. I like Chris Pratt. So Chris Pratt, they put into uh, Jurassic World. Uh, it came out in 2015. It was to reboot the franchise. And notice how I'm using the word franchise. Anyways, that's a whole other topic. So uh, they, they rebranded it and packaged it and sent it out. And that movie was okay. Uh, it had problems. When I saw it the first time, I didn't really see that many problems, but I saw it again a couple of years later, and I didn't like it uh, as much, I should say. It had some some pretty cool CGI, but the, the whole plot of that movie, again, spoilers, whatever, is there's a giant super dinosaur that they've genetically mutated and bred this weird thing that can sniff out fear and, like... Uh, what was it fucking called? The uh, Andromedus Rex or something? Something stupid. And it conveniently just can't find main characters and eat them. It can just only eat supporting characters. So I don't know if that's like a DNA trait that they put into that. Um, but that comes into play later. Uh, so anyways, the first movie ends. I thought, all right. How the first movie ends is the, the dinosaurs are fighting, trying to kill the giant super mega dinosaur. And then a giant fish dinosaur eats the big, uh, giant, super bred dinosaur. Movie ends. Everyone's happy. Riddled with plot holes, but whatever. So Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom comes out. I'm going to go through the plot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to keep the story in line. I should tell you that going into the movie, I did not have high hopes. All I wanted was dinosaurs eating people, dinosaurs, fighting dinosaurs, 
and maybe some people fighting dinosaurs like i don't know thought that'd be cool that's all i wanted was just some cool action and that was it with dinosaurs maybe a funny bit every now and then that's it that's all i was looking for this movie has pulled out such a strain of rage and disdain for that movie that i didn't think was possible in myself um when, when I see it, I've, I've seen so many bad movies. Like, I've, I've watched so many bad Nicolas Cage movies, and those are, I can do, I can tolerate those, and I'll forget about them a day or two later. But this, this movie, it's been, Christ, four or five days, and I'm still just as angry as I was when I saw it. I've never had that happen with a movie. Uh, the last movie I can remember being this mad about and, like, questioning why I paid for it was uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And comparing the two, I think that was a better movie than this. So let's get into the story of Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. This is the second one. This is 2018. So the movie starts and you get this, this like submarine and it's all like, we're sneaking in. So they sneak in to the pen where they keep the giant fish dinosaur that was in the, the first movie. Um, which also makes no sense how the fuck they got they cloned a fish dinosaur based on their facts of getting mosquito blood and ah, fucking alright. So anyways, we're off to a good start. So you got these, the submarine with your, your token white guy and your token black guy and they're both you know, one of them, the white guy's nervous the black guy's like, don't worry, we'll be in and out. Uh, so instantly you know both of them are gonna die. So and then there's a little sub and they're they're scubaing around, uh, and they they come across the bones of the super dinosaur from the previous movie that the giant fish thing ate. Um, conveniently all intact, you know, bones and everything. So they uh, they start they like cut a piece off of the bone to get like DNA, and uh, it's like attached to this balloon and it shoots up to the surface. And as uh, this balloon is going up to the surface. It, it goes past a shadow. And the shadows of the giant fish dinosaur. So you're like, oh, snap. You know something bad's going to happen. Long story short, uh, they get eaten. They, they're just kind of like scubaing away. And then, it you know, the, with the way the camera is, it's showing the people facing the audience. And then behind is the giant fish dinosaur as it bites down and... Uh, they lose communicate the the people on the land lose commu- communication to the people in the sub because they are now eaten. So that happens, and I'm like, okay, whatever. That was all right. It reminded me a little bit of um, Star Wars Episode One with the uh, the Gooba fish that attacks uh, Obi Wan, uh, Qui Gon, and Jar Jar. It, it reminded me a lot of that or that whole scene so there's people on land with a helicopter and a dude in a yellow coat or yellow rain jacket because it's it's torrential downpouring at this point um so the people on the helicopter are like oh they're trying to yell the guy the the yellow coat like we gotta leave and uh the guy can't hear him because they're you know the people in the helicopter in a fucking helicopter um that's on and hovering they're trying to just shout at this dude who's probably like a hundred yards away, trying to shout at him that, hey, we gotta go. We got the shit that we want to get. Um, 
And in the background, there's a T-Rex, and it's, like, sneaking up, and, you know, there's flashes of lightning, and you can, like, see it in the jungle. And they're, like, trying to warn the dude in the, the, the yellow rain jacket, like, oh, shit, there's a dinosaur there. You're gonna get ate. So, you know, hilarity ensues. Uh, the guy sees the dinosaur and, like, shits his pants and just books it for the helicopter, uh, you know, narrowly avoiding all the, uh, you know, ways to trip and for, for the dinosaur to get him, and he gets away, and he grabs a ladder from the helicopter, and he's flying away, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna make it, so he's hanging on to the, the, the ladder from the helicopter, and the helicopter flies off, um, but then the giant fish dinosaur comes lunging out of the water, bites the guy on the, the ladder, and eats him, and the helicopter flies away. I was like, all right. There was some stupid stuff there, but whatever. Uh, I should also mention that the guy in the yellow uh, rain jacket, who at this point is now eaten, he was trying to close a gate that they had opened to let the little scuba guy in um, to, into the, the giant dinosaur fish pen. Uh, so that's left open because I guess somehow telling computers to do something and then breaking said computer just cancels whatever it was doing. So that door is left open and then uh, the helicopter flies off and then the scene ends with giant fish dinosaur swimming into the open ocean. Um, so at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this because if this is what this is going to be, it's just like stupid shit like that. All right, I, I can do that. Then they started to get weird. So then they start talking about, like, activists and how the uh, the island with the dinosaurs, yeah, it's, it's going to erupt and it's going gonna, it's gonna to kill all the dinosaurs. And then there ain't going to be no more dinosaurs. Um, so they're like, there's a bunch of people that are trying to get the dinosaurs to be saved and how it's like a humanitarian thing. And then the government's like, yo, this was a private venture, so we ain't dealing with this shit at all. So, it's, it's a little bit of that, probably like 10, 15 minutes. Um, something that was kind of funny was I had a couple shots of like the BBC and like a bunch of, you know, fake, I hate to use it, fake news um, about the topic, but there was a little ticker at the bottom that just gives other things, and it said like, U.S. President um, questions existence of dinosaurs. And I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so anyways, there's this activist lady who was in the first movie. I don't remember what her name is. She's some orange-haired lady. Um, so she goes to some mansion. Because she gets called there, and it's this it's old, decrepit guy who was in uh, Star Trek First, Contra First Contact, uh, the movie. He was like... Uh, the guy who discovered uh, warp technology in the Star Trek universe. Uh, it's that guy. It's his actor. I don't know what his name is, but he's old as shit now. Uh, so he's in a wheelchair, and he's talking to this uh, orange-haired lady, and he's like, you know, I was friends with John Hammond. John Hammond is the guy who, like, uh, conceived the idea for the original Jurassic Park. He's the old dude uh, who's like, welcome to Jurassic Park. Uh, he's that guy. But, so, this old dude in this movie is not John Hammond. It's his buddy. His buddy that has never once, as far as I remember, or, because, like, I've seen all these movies a couple times, uh, he's never mentioned, 
Um, he's never seen. So we're just putting some generic old dude who has a shit ton of money and is dying of some mystery disease that he needs medicine for. Uh, so they, they introduce him and uh, the heir of his estate, I believe, is what it is. Who's this, like, slick back, I'm the cool, like, mid-30s, maybe 40, like, entrepreneur. So he's there, uh, but he, he scampers off eventually. So the old guy is talking to the, the orange-haired lady and is talking about how we want to bring all the dinosaurs and save them from the island that's going to blow up from the volcanoes and it's going to kill everything. I want to bring them to this new island. This new island has got no fences, nothing. All you, what's going to happen is you're going to put the dinosaurs there and they're just going to be happy because there's no volcano that's going to kill them. And that's it. That's what he wants. It's just happy, fun, land-before-time dinosaurs. Um... And then it shows, like, oh, he's got a granddaughter who, like, runs away because she's shy. And it's like, all right, great. Now there's a kid in the movie because there always is a fucking kid in these movies for some reason. To make them relatable, I guess, to younger audiences. That's probably what it is. Um, so, anyways, the the lady's like, okay, I'm on board. And he's like, all right, I'm going to send you Ed over to get the dinosaurs. Like, you're going to go wrangle them up and because she's got some handprint that no one else apparently has to get into the computer systems that are on the island oh boy all right so again at this point all right i'm still in i am not i haven't said what the fuck yet yet so she's got to recruit uh chris pratt for some reason i don't know why i, I in all honesty i was i was kind of losing my interest at that point uh, she recruits Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's like, I don't want to go back to the island of dinosaurs and almost die. And she's like, but you got to, to save the dinosaurs. And he's like, I don't want to. So he, what does he do? He goes to the island and saves some fucking dinosaurs. Because otherwise there'd be no fucking plot of this movie. Which there shouldn't have been in the first place. So, this is where... This is where my, my suspension of disbelief just goes like right out the fucking window. Um, like I said, at this point I was just... I want to shut my brain off, and I want to enjoy dinosaurs. I was able to do that with that Pacific Rim movie. I went into it, robots fighting aliens. That's all I wanted. I got that. I was happy. All right, so continuing on. Chris Pratt, um, we got, who do we got in the plane? We got a plane that's going to Volcano Death Dino Island. It's got Chris Pratt. It's got orange-haired lady. It's got Asian lady who apparently knows... How to perform medical stuff to dinosaurs, even though she's never seen a dinosaur. And then we got a uh, goofy, nerdy black guy. And goofy, nerdy black guy, I think, is probably my favorite character. Um, which I'll get into why he's my favorite character a little bit later. Alright, so, uh, they're, they're all on the plane, and they, they land the plane, and it's like a, it's a middle of a fucking military base. And at this point, I think... Shit, this happened in Jurassic Park, The Lost World, whatever the second movie was back in like 96. Uh, the same thing happened. There was a bunch of military dudes capturing dinosaurs and shipping them off. So that's what these guys are doing. They land and there's just a bunch of military dudes. And uh, whatever. I'm like, okay, at this point, I have 
you know, effectively diagnosed that lead military guy, he's just in it for money. He doesn't care about the animals, but it also turns out he's a trophy hunter, which I'll get into in a minute. Um, just like the guy in the other fucking Jurassic Park movie, because they can't come up with a goddamn original idea. Um, and that, uh, that, that heir to the fortune or whatever, that old guy, but that guy who's in his 30s. He, uh, I, as soon as he showed up, I pegged him as the bad guy, and subsequently he is. So they land on the island, and they're like, all right, we got Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt knows how to get one specific dinosaur that no one else can get because he's just going to rip their face off. They want the mysterious and ever so elusive uh, Blue, which is uh, a velociraptor that uh, Chris Pratt uh, raised himself. So the way they, they find him is they, they find this rundown uh, communications building. Uh, orange hair lady like uses her handprint and it like puts up tracking devices for all the dinosaurs. At least all the dinosaurs that are still alive that were when the park was. And they find this velociraptor and they go off. And this is where things get weird. So... They, they talk a little bit about how they're just tranquilizing the, the dinosaurs with this super potent blue tranquilizer. Uh, so they get closer to this velociraptor, and they, they've got like a GPS thing. And Chris Pratt's like, all right, I'm going out alone. And they're like, all right. So he goes out, and he finds the, the dinosaur and is like trying to communicate to it, like making weird clicky sounds with a little clicky thing. Um, like, using his hands, making eye contact with the dinosaur, and it's like, whoa. And then fucking, uh, like, 50 dude, military dudes just, like, show up out of nowhere and shoot the shit out of the, the Velociraptor with, like, tranquilizers. Uh, so the, the Velociraptor freaks out and, like, rips some dude's face off, and then someone shoots it with a 9mm and causes it to bleed and almost die. Uh, so Chris Pratt's like, what the hell? So he tries to punch head military guy, and head military guy just shoots him with a tranquilizer dart. Okay, so this is where you got these these blue tranquilizer darts that apparently can take down a fucking dinosaur. Like, a two-ton dinosaur, right? That can take it down, knock it out for hours. So Chris Pratt gets shot, and about fucking 20 minutes later, he kind of wakes up rolls over and sees that the whole island is on fucking fire and lava is like rolling down and gonna like fuck his shit up so at that point he just kind of overcomes the tranquilizer because he needs to i don't know why so he he like it's funny because he's just kind of flopping his body around because he can't move all of his stuff but he's like dragging his arm with his other arm and flopping over a log so it's kind of funny but at the same time it's like man if you got hit with that much tranquilizer that can take down a fucking dinosaur 20 minutes later i don't think you'd be flopping around if anything you'd probably be in a coma uh so that was a little dumb um so the military leave chris pratt for dead they also ditch um fucking orange hair lady and uh nerdy black guy they they ditch them uh in hopes that they'll just you know, die because they don't need to know what the military dudes are doing. Um, so of course, you know, fucking main characters never die. So they, they escape and, 
Uh, they're like running away from the island exploding with lava and it's just it's stupid it's boring i don't like it okay so all the military dudes they're they're loading up the dinosaurs on their big ass boat and uh then they see you know all the lava exploding and it's getting closer so every, all the big military guys are like we gotta get to the boat so all the military dudes are like running and they're you can't see my hand motions but i'm doing a very light jog in place with my arms so they're doing that they all run to the boat, and they conveniently, on the, the boat landing, they leave one truck. So, the the main characters come down, they're like, alright, uh, orange-haired lady, you go start the truck. A nerdy black guy has tripped, Chris Pratt will save him. So, Chris Pratt goes back, saves him, they all get in the truck, and uh, the boats, you know, at this point has driven away a little, so they have to ramp the uh, the end of the dock onto the boat. They, they make about a 30-foot, if not more, uh, jump. It's probably like 10 yards, maybe more, um, which is probably, what, 30 feet? Okay, we'll say 50 feet. And they're in a fucking military truck, like a canvas top, um, like, transport truck. And they ramp it off of this and, like, narrowly make it onto the back of the boat. And they're all like, oh, my God, we're not going to make it. And they're all freaking out. And the, the truck's, like, making all kinds of loud noises as it's gripping onto the back of the boat. And then they make it. And it's like, oh, I'm glad they made it. Why didn't anyone else fucking see it? So, I mean that because at that point, everyone on the boat just kind of collectively congregates by the back of the boat where... Where Orange Haired Lady has just driven said truck and, and spectacularly uh, puts it into fucking like turbo mode or something to gun it. And like all the military guys know that these, these three motherfuckers are bad guys. Two bad guys. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Uh, if, if, well, okay. So bad guys, if they find good guys, will be upset and will kill said good guys because they are left them for dead on the island. So the good guys, apparently nobody noticed the giant truck that was just jumped fucking 50 feet and landed on the back of the boat. No one noticed that. No one goes up and questions it. Um, so the main main protagonists look off back at the boat or back to the island and there's a brontosaurus and it's it's walk, waddling to the end of the, uh, the fucking boat launch and it's, it's all sad because it can't go anywhere else and this giant plume of lava and smoke and death all just coming down for it and uh it, it cries and then gets engulfed in smoke and everyone in the audience is like oh and meanwhile i'm sitting there like fucking why did nobody notice a giant truck that just ramped why is that not a, a point of discussion can that be a point of discussion please um and also uh the the driver of said truck is that orange haired lady and she, like, gets out of the truck and, like, stands in the driver's, like, doorway or something of the truck. And just, like, puts a John Deere hat on. Like, she is immediately undercover. Like, nobody's going to know who she is because she's got a John Deere hat on. At this point, I'm not that mad. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm disappointed. Like, this isn't going to be a good movie. I'm just whatever. And it keeps going. So it keeps going and going and going and going. Alright, so now they're on the boat. Alright, so blue blue Velociraptor 
as I had mentioned, got shot uh, with a pistol, a 9mm pistol, like, boom, because it was ripping some dude's face off, and the dude who's having his face ripped off is like, I don't want to have my face ripped off by a fucking dinosaur, so he fucking shoots the dinosaur. So, Asian lady, who is the uh, stereotypical, I know things, how to fix dinosaurs, because, for some reason, uh, dinosaur doctor, I think is what I'll call her. Uh, she's working on the dinosaur that got shot. Uh, Chris Pratt and gang find her, and they're like, yo, we want to save the dinosaur. So they're like, you need to get us blood from another dinosaur that's kind of like this dinosaur. You got to get it, me blood from a T-Rex. Well, it just so happens there's a T-Rex in a fucking shipping crate, like, you know, right next door. So Chris Pratt, orange-haired lady, go in. Try to get dinosaur blood from a, a, you know, a T-Rex that is filled with tranquilizers. Um, and then it, it wakes up and kind of rolls around. And at that point, it's like it's screaming and uh, it's scratching up the walls with its legs trying to get out. And then Chris Pratt and Lady get the blood and they leave. Um, I figured that at, at a certain point, the dinosaur would have just broken out and then, you know, fucked everything up. But it didn't. Uh, because that wasn't where they wanted the plot to go. Because if they did, that would have been the plot of the second movie that already happened. Where the fucking dinosaur gets off on the boat and then eats everybody for some reason. Oh, that movie's a whole nother conversation. Um, so they get the dinosaur blood and whatnot. And then, uh, they get to the mainland. And mainland just so happens to be, um, right next to that old white dude's house. Like, literally, maybe half a mile down the road, it, maybe even less, like a quarter of a mile. You, it zooms out, and you can see the fucking uh, shipping yard that just happened to be in his backyard. Um, so, uh, Chris Pratt and gang, they, they're driving a truck to the, the mansion with old white dude. Um, but before they do that, uh, nerdy black guy gets spotted by the bad guys oh no and uh they're like hey nerdy black guy you know how to do stuff on deck because they're still on the boat and he's like um um and they're like all right you're coming with me so they just take him off and put him to work and that's the last time we see him for for quite a while uh so anyways chris pratt and orange hair lady are driving to the mansion they get spotted and head military guy uh, just, you know, throws him in a cage. Um, evil entrepreneur guy explains his plan. His plan is the thing that I, at that point, exclaimed out loud in the movie theater, what the hell? The, the main plot of the movie is that he and this, this, uh, a scientist dude have devised a super velociraptor that is a weapon. It's a military-grade weapon. And it is a goddamn dinosaur that they have made into a weapon. That is such a goddamn dumb idea. I remember years ago, I'm talking back in, like, 2010, 2012, maybe. Maybe even 2012. Um, that there was speculation and rumors that there was going to be a new Jurassic Park movie. And everyone was like, whoa. And Steven Spielberg has, like, an interview somewhere that he was talking about how there was a script idea for weaponized dinosaurs and he said that's bullshit and 
He didn't like that because it's a dumb idea. So what did they do? They got a new director in there who said, yes, that's a good idea. And they fucking went for it. And boy, did they go balls deep into that. And that's where movie goes right down the shithole even more. Uh, evil entrepreneurs having like a, a weird Illuminati um, like kind of auction gets a bunch of rich people from around the world and they're all auctioning off these dinosaurs for whatever reason they would need to do use with those dinosaurs um i don't know why they would need you know whatever the fuck um either way they 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 sell off a bunch of dinosaurs and it's like why the fuck would you ever want that and it's a bunch of people that just want to weaponize them for their country or whatever again what the fuck do you need dinosaurs for? Um, so then then they show off their, their new creation. Their new super dinosaur that they have. That's military grade, 100% dinosaur. Military dinosaur. Uh, which is called uh, the Indoraptor. Which is, again, fucking stupid name. So they bring out the Indoraptor. And it's like this big black... Uh, gnarly looking dinosaur. It's got a gold stripe on it. And um, it just kind of looks like any other dinosaur that's like a velociraptor, but just bigger. So they demonstrate how the dinosaur works. Now you might be wondering, how the fuck does a military grade dinosaur do things, because they boast about it, that this military grade dinosaur will take human commands. Now, I don't know if you've seen any of the other Jurassic Park movies. Dinosaurs eat people. Usually at their discretion, but this dinosaur does not. Well, it's it does. It attacks things when it needs to. So they got this military guy, and he comes out on stage, and he's like, "Hey," and he's got a gun, and they're like, "All right." So this dinosaur, well, it what it does is you point a laser at something, and the dinosaur is going to attack it. So the military guy takes up his rifle, pushes the laser button on it and it shoots a laser beam at a dude in the audience so the dinosaur looks at him and the guy in the chair is like oh fuck the dinosaur's looking at me so then they're like all right so now that the target is set military man is going to push another button just a happens to be a big red button and that's the attack button so they push it and apparently it sends some like acoustic wave or something and then the dinosaur freaks the fuck out and like tries to claw the dude's face off and he can't because he's in a giant steel cage and he's just a dumb dinosaur. Uh, um, to relate what this reminded me of, I'm in the movie theater, okay? All I could think of was just fucking with a cat with a laser pointer. And that's somebody approved like, hey, that sounds like a good idea. Let's just make it a dinosaur instead of a cat. Like, what were they thinking? Did they honestly think that that was a good idea? I don't... I wish I could just get paid to come up with stupid ideas for movies. I can't think of any right now, but... If you gave me some time, I could come up with something stupid that... Could probably make a billion dollars. I don't know. Fucking weaponized cats. I'd watch a movie about weaponized cats, because it's just filled with cats. Fuck it. Anyways... So they demonstrate the super giant super dinosaur, and they're like, oh, this is a fucking prototype. You can't have it. 
and then this Russian dude's like, I will give you nine millions dollars. And they're like, okay. So they they start bidding, and for some reason, I don't know why it, it bugged me. Like, the Russian guy who's just bidding on all these dinosaurs for some reason, and apparently he's got billions of dollars. He's like, I will bid nine millions dollars. He's adding an S to the end of everything that he says. Or just the millions. Like, 27 millions dollars. Like, what the f... <sighs> Is that just a stereotype? That they just can't English? I guess so. There's so many stereotypes. Um, so they sell off the giant super dinosaur and the, the scientist guy comes up to the entrepreneur guy and is like, that's the prototype. It's not perfect yet. Um, again, for some reason, they needed the, the blue velociraptor for some reason to make the super dinosaur even more super or, like, obey commands better. Again, they, they mention it once. I don't fucking know why they still need it. All right, what happens there? Uh, yeah, Chris Pratt and Lady, they, they break out of the jail cell they're in. Um, they find that the, the old dude's um, granddaughter... Old man uh, Jenkins there, who is old and dying, and is friends with the original guy, who's super cool. Um, rich entrepreneur guy kills him because old man finds out what rich entrepreneur guy is doing with uh, the dinosaurs. So he kills him with a pillow. At that point, I, I turned to the people I was seeing the movie with and said, that, hey, there's no excuse for elder abuse, as he uh, suffocated him with a pillow. Is this movie over yet? Can this movie just be over? At this point, we're into the third act. Thankfully. I'm skipping over so many things that just aren't relevant. They have so many scenes where, like, the old dude's uh, granddaughter is, like, sneaking around the mansion and, like, eavesdropping in on rich entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, shindigs. Uh, there's a scene where the nanny... Um, or oh, sorry, rich entrepreneur discovers... Old man Jenkins has died. How did that happen? So the, the little girl's nanny comes in and the rich entrepreneur is like, well, he's dead now. Beat it. So she just like leaves. I guess she just like gets in her sedan and drives off for the day. Like, well, I guess I'm not getting a paycheck anymore. And then she just, she's gone. Oh boy. So Chris Pratt, they, they broke out. Now they're, uh, they're fucking things up. They find where they're hiding the Velociraptor, the, the blue one. Who, sh who happens to show up in the medical lab is nerdy, uh, nerdy black guy shows up. And he's just like, I guess, helping out the bad guys doing um, like medical-y stuff, like blood draws and stuff. Which is funny because all I can imagine is just like, because he's awkward, that, oh, you're not good at doing this thing on the boat. Go do this other thing. And he's like, okay. And then they're like, oh, you're bad at this. Go do this other thing. So he's just, like, working for the bad guys. And um, at this point is now working in their medical lab. Which I thought was kind of funny that they brought him back. And how they brought him back. So, uh, giant fucking Velociraptor gets out. Starts fucking bad guys up. Because it knows that the main characters, you can't eat them. Uh, the auction with the Illuminati people goes to shit. Because the dinosaur gets in there. And it's like one of those little head buddy dinosaurs. And it's just fucking headbutting people like 40 feet in the air. And it's just kind of funny. So now, um, somehow there's, 
I don't know how, and I guess I don't care, and I'm not going to see this movie again. At least I'm going to do my damnedest not to. Maybe, maybe with copious amounts of alcohol I can sit through it. Um, somehow the dinosaurs are locked in uh, their room with the cages that they're all in, and uh, there's a bunch of toxic gas coming in, and they're about to get gas chambered. And it's not good. So they have the option um, to save the dinosaurs and release them into North America. Or just gas them and then there's no more dinosaurs. Because what we've learned in the past fucking three or four movies is that, yeah, maybe don't clone dinosaurs. is bad. So they're like, oh, such a moral dilemma. So they decide we're going to gas them. They're, they're dead. They, they had their time. They're gone. Well, little granddaughter lady comes over, pushes the button, opens the door, releases dinosaurs into North America. Because I'm a kid. I don't fucking know. I'm going to push the button. Boom. Also, did I mention that at some point in all of this, they reveal that the little granddaughter is a fucking clone. Is a fucking clone of, the, of old man Jenkins' daughter who died. So he fucking cloned her. And now has a granddaughter. What does that have to do with the plot? There's no point to have it. Ugh. Oh, God. So all the dinosaurs fucking run out and stampede and destroy a bunch of shit. Now, as I have recited earlier, there's head military man who's this older guy who's like a trophy hunter. Kind of forgot to mention, but when he's on the island... He, like, goes over to a couple of the dinosaurs that they've captured and he rips one of their teeth out and keeps it as a keepsake. Ah, uh, that's relevant. So, he sees all the dinosaurs running out and shit's going to hell. Uh, he decides to go back into the mansion. Um, and he's, like, he, he ends up in the room where the giant super dinosaur is in the auction room. It's still in the cage. And he's, he's like calling out the, the entrepreneur guy's name. And he's like, I want my bonus. Where's my bonus? Where's my money? And at this point, you know he's going to fucking die. So it's predictable. It's whatever. Um, he sees the giant super dinosaur. And he fucking shoots two tranquilizer darts into it. Very high potent tranquilizer darts. Giant super dinosaur falls, falls down. He's like, okay. So he opens the fucking cage. He's going to die. Opens the cage and goes in, tries to rip out one of the teeth of the dinosaur. Dinosaur don't like that. Dinosaur rips off his arm, uh, then proceeds to rip off his face and other parts of his body, um, which is mildly graphic and also just like the blood curling screams. Uh, there was a six-year-old girl sitting about two rows in front of me. I am sure she did not sleep that night because even I was a bit disturbed by it. Um, like how long it was going on of this dinosaur just biting various parts of his body, even though it was from a distance. Um, so giant super dinosaur, of course, goes out of the cage and is now loose in the mansion. Oh my God. Oh, so fucking Chris Pratt and gang have to find said super dinosaur and kill said super dinosaur. And how the fuck did they do that? Oh, they recruit the help of the Velociraptor that was friends with Chris Pratt because they were best buddies. And how didn't you see that happening? So they have this 
fucking fight and they're like sneaking around and the dinosaurs like trying to eat them and it's stupid they end up on a fucking roof somehow and giant super dinosaur gets attacked by normal velociraptor and they fall through the glass and giant super dinosaur gets fucking impaled on some some uh, fucking fossilized bones and it's boom it's dead and then the little velociraptor's like ah, i won <sighs> all right let's check in on my buddy rich on entrepreneur guy somehow in all of this shit um found the bone that they used to create the super dinosaur it was a bit of bone from the beginning of the movie where the little scuba guy was like trying to find the, the the skeleton or whatnot so he's got the bone from that thing from the bottom of lake who gives a fuck so he's got that bone and he's like walking out and a giant fucking stampede of dinosaurs comes out and crushes everything but he's okay he's got his little dino bone and he gets up and he has a sigh of relief and in the background you see you see a dinosaur you see one of those not t-rexes like a stubbier one and you see it in the background and you're like of oh, fucking course it's gonna show up it's gonna eat him moral of the story is don't be greedy moral of the story is don't clone dinosaurs moral of the story is don't fucking make this movie moral of the story is don't see this movie it's not worth it oh my god so fucking entrepreneur guys got his dino bone Got his fucking dino boner. Dinosaur in the background is not even fucking relevant. Uh, because immediately the guy like turns around and gets fucking eaten by giant T-Rex. Which fucking rips him in half. And his torso falls down. A bunch of little dinosaurs hippity hop over and start eating his, his lower part. And the dinosaur screams and then goes stomp, 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 stomp away. I don't know what it is. But apparently... Like a 30-ton giant-ass T-Rex can be super quiet at any goddamn point. They can be like, they probably hover. I bet that's it. They just lightly hover off the ground and can just sneak up on people. Because there was no indication of him getting eaten at any point. Like, because there was no clue that that thing was even there. All you saw was the dinosaur in the background, which wasn't even fucking relevant. They were just misdirecting you for a fucking jump scare. And then, of course, uh, the dino boner falls to the ground and gets crushed by the T-Rex, because why not? So all these dinosaurs have, have freely run into North America. And that's when we get Jeff Goldblum. Now, Jeff Goldblum was, I forgot to mention, he was near the beginning of the movie just giving a monologue to the U.S. Senate of dinosaurs. I don't know. So he's giving some monologue. And then at the end of the movie, he finishes the monologue. It uh, It's like um, bookends or uh, cover to cover. It's Jeff Goldblum. And he finishes the monologue, and it's it's got a bunch of... Um, it's got some scenes of dinosaurs in, like, fucking a T-Rex in the zoo screaming at a lion, and the lion screaming back. And people at the beach uh, getting eaten by the giant superfish dinosaur because that just shows up and is now eating... Uh, everything, for some reason. And I guess the United States government's just fucking okay with this. So Jeff Goldblum's talking and whatnot, and it's, it's whatever. He's saying some bullshit. And he's like, we, we truly are living 
in a Jurassic world. And I was like, of course he fucking said it. Of course he said the name of the movie. And the final scene happens, which has the Velociraptor, that blue one. It's running through the desert of what looks like the, the fucking Arizona. And it gets on top of a cliff, and then the camera pans around as to what it's looking at. And it's looking at what looks like to be scenic, cultureless Phoenix, Arizona. And it goes, dum-dum, and the movie ends. And it's, it goes to black. It's about a five-second window from when it goes black to when the credits start. And at that point, I exclaimed, and I exclaimed louder than I thought, What the hell was that? I probably clipped the mic with that one. Um, a bunch of people in the audience laughed. Uh, it was funny because that movie was terrible. Apparently, there was a scene at the end. I didn't care. Um, I didn't even get to the credit roll. I was still at the part where it was like listing actors and just like flashing their names on screen. And I was like, I need to leave. Because at that point, I was angry. I'm like, I can't believe I paid for this. I, granted, I only paid a matinee to see it. It still wasn't worth it. I wouldn't even say it's worth pirating. You know, they say piracy's a, a not a victimless crime. No, the victim is the person who has to sit through that fucking movie again. Oh, God. And I, I skipped so much. But those are the things that just drove me fucking nuts. So after the movie, I was, I was thoroughly disappointed. Um, I made several uh, comical jokes on the internet on twitter about this movie it's not a good movie this is a bad movie this is not a good bad movie this is a bad bad movie um if i were to score it on a one to ten system i would give it a negative one um it is that bad i wish i could remove images of this movie from my brain i wish the people who made this movie would never make another movie um i just don't get hollywood i guess like I said, this has been days, and I've just, I have been solid angry about it. Um, I haven't watched a single review on this movie. I don't want to, because I'm afraid someone's going to be like, this is a great movie, and I'm just going to be like, oh my god, I can't take you seriously, because of all these things that have happened in this movie, why do you say that it's a good movie? It's not even entertaining. The two funny parts were the... Chris Pratt flopping around. Um, and when that nerdy black guy shows up again and just like doing some other jobs, that's like the only parts that I enjoyed. Um, even the, like the fucking dinosaurs fighting wasn't that cool. Um, and then once the whole fight thing started with the fucking super dinosaur and the velociraptor, I couldn't care less. At that point, I just wanted the movie to end. I just wanted the fucking thing to be over with. I guess this is now the outro of the spectacular Miles Has No Script uh, movie review. Just rambling about whatever. Um, on another note, uh, the new Gorillaz album is out. Uh, it is called The Now Now. Um, weird title. Um, that's out. And I'm going to go listen to it. Because I'm going to enjoy that about a hundred times more than I enjoyed that movie. Because I didn't fucking enjoy that movie. Because it was a terrible movie. So I think I'm done. Uh, this has been episode nine. A very special episode. 
Um, brought to you by nobody because I don't have sponsors because nobody listens to this shit. But that's all right. <laughs> um, if you are listening to this and you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening to my my rambling. It does mean a lot whenever I see that someone's downloaded this. So thank you. If you if you have if you feel so inclined, by all means, share it to somebody who might also enjoy this or find this funny. Um, I'm making a lot of hand gestures right now because I talk with my hands. I feel like I'm part Italian, but I just don't have that angry part. Uh, you can't see my hand gestures, but just know that I'm making them right now. Uh, so feel free to share it to somebody if you'd like. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at M-Y-L-E-S uh, underscore man, M-A-N. Uh, if you can, I guess that's kind of it. I have a Facebook page, which I don't remember what it is, and a YouTube page, which also doesn't matter. Not relevant. Uh, hit subscribe. You can find me on iTunes and Podbean. Please subscribe. Like, comment, rate, subscribe. Until next time, bye.